genre. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles movie, The Secret of the Ooze, one back-flipping minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me again, as always, our panel of turtle experts, Ms. Rachel Gatlin. Hi. Mr. Adam Sheehan. Hello. Yeah, you weren't ready to go second, were you? I was not, <laughs> but I, I feel like I... I, I I did it. You did, did good. It. You done good, kid. And Chris O'Connor. <laughs> you guys were slimed. It wasn't slime. It was Allison Grimm. Hi, Allison. Speaking Yay. of ooze. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, so, Allison, welcome back for, for Tuesday for your second minute with us. You survived round one. Barely. Yeah, you now get to ascend to the next level with us. I- I made it a full 30 minutes without swearing. You've made it up to the so level never of the You guys before. should have heard what happened when we went off the air. <sighs> wow. The stream <sighs> of expletives. Screaming C words. Just, oh God. <laughs> Crab wow. apple. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. I'm going to have to wash my own Why, what were out. you thinking about? <laughs> Adam, wash your uh, ears out too while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, I probably should do that anyway. You should all, <laughs> listening at home, wash your ears on a regular basis. Just don't stick the Q-tip in too far, because that's dangerous. This PSA don't you tell me how to live my life. Ninja Turtles. Fine, you can stick the Q-tip as far in as you want to, Allison. Thank I'm not going to judge. Great, now we're all going to have to do a PSA <laughs> where we're going to have to go on TV and tell kids not to put the Q-tip too far into their ear. I'm not telling kids to do it. I'm saying Allison can do whatever she wants with a Q-tip. I'm not telling kids to do it. I don't like kids. <laughs> no, that's that's between it's between her, the Q-tip, and God. <laughs> quite frankly, you're bringing God into this now. Uh, this is so much fun. I've missed this. Anyway, here we are at minute thirty-two, which begins with uh, where we actually get a Michelangelo backflip, which has always impressed me that someone can do a back, I guess, back handspring, whatever you'd call it, in a hundred-pound turtle suit. What's hundred pounds? I, I mean. Listen, we uh, we may or may not have an interview some point down the line where we can get confirmation on that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, but uh, the minute ends with Raphael feeling a little dejected, and we maybe learn that Michelangelo has not been completing his exercises exactly as he's supposed to be. Uh, so dramatic. That's, I know. It's I like ending on a cliffhanger here. That's, that's <laughs> our minute. So first off, Ninja Turtle backflips. What do we think? They're, you know, backflippy. He gets, he loses a little energy there at the end. He's kind of, you know, he has a good start, but then it's kind of like, oh, I'm just kind of, kind of, going to kind of roll back into it. Oh, I'm standing up. Okay. 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 I backflipped. <laughs> Look, I, I can't it. do a backflip without a turtle suit on. So I have no notes. Just the fact that you can do it. <laughs> I I can't criticize anything. There was, I there was, was a- like a. There was a brief period in wrestling in high school when I could like, if I got like sort of rolling and I could roll for a little bit, I'd sort of like get the rhythm and enough momentum going that I would start doing handsprings. But that was a very brief period of time in my life. Yeah. I mean, I was always a pretty decent little uh, tumbling dude when I was a kid. I could cartwheel and, you know, handspring and all that sort of like you know playing with your friends outside kind of gymnastics. But like I've always wanted to be able to do a backflip like that. We had a science teacher in middle school who like on his first day was like on lunch duty in the cafeteria and like legit did a backflip in the middle of the room. Like f- 
a full Whoa. rotation wow. backflip. Uh, it was awesome, and I was like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> did, did he have? Did he require knee surgery afterwards? I don't know. Because I he feel was like that would be real me. handy for teaching music, huh? Ironic. Well, he wasn't the music teacher. He was actually the science teacher. And no, then, you. Uh, if you oh, did me, it, yeah. yeah. But he was the wrestling coach also. So then I yeah, joined the wrestling oh. team, and I discovered I was really why. bad at wrestling. <laughs> as as we all were that grew up with WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it turns what do you out mean that I can't uh, throw hitting elbow people drop. with chairs and and tables just doesn't really prepare you for the actual you know sport of wrestling. Very, yeah, very I tried true. out for wrestling, and then I had to fight off that assault charge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like that South Park episode where that wrestling really wrestling coach just... Uh, that's such a great episode. For so many reasons, they it's such a great job. episode. Like, your match felt really I, awkward when you had somebody in the crowd throw you a can of beer. <laughs> and then and then ask for another one and then smash them together i was really dehydrated from trying to make weight that one beer dead <laughs> um, um, i want to point out an interesting um detail about the way this minute starts so the first frame of this minute the last frame of this minute and the first frame of the next minute are almost exactly the same which got me really confused when, when I was trying to figure out what <laughs> video file to play. And then I remembered when when I was uh, when I was working as a projectionist, having to line films up based on the frame because the frames would always line up. It was always right in the middle of a shot. And if I got this at the beginning and end of three separate reels, I would have gone insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, it does kind of present you only see april's apartment from a couple of angles right it's really this one and then sort of from in the front door angle right we don't yeah. really see it from a lot of other vantage points from what i recall at least not in any wide shots i mean there's a couple close-ups where you're you know pointing in different directions but any of these wide shots they kind of come from from either this side of the you know that sunken living room area or from inside the the front door, sort of aiming at her uh, kitchen island there, right? Uh, I'm trying to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So not a ton. Um. Anyway, I dig the flips. I always sort of wanted that to be my punishment for stuff when I was a kid, just <laughs> so I <laughs> just so I could fake out my my mom and do the jump clap thing. Yeah, I, were... I had a really mean ballet teacher who to punish us would just make us do like 50 plies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, plies which killer. For for, a, yeah. for a, like a little while in middle school it was running around the house. <laughs> that was your punishment. <laughs> that sounds laps. awesome. Yeah, laps around the house. Huh. My parents hated just it. Wind that energy inside. down. Such such energy is wasted. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um I do like this sort of transition into the next shot though because Mikey's doing his flips and the camera just sort of like Kino steps in the frame and the camera pulls focus over to him and then we just sort of continue this shot which I thought was just a very cool kind of one of the more cinematic shots in this movie directed by a TV director um j just good camera work I liked it I think it's There's good. a lot of deep focus going on. Yeah. Yeah. We um, see that April's still sitting there. She hasn't done anything. I feel There's a fireplace. There is a fireplace. We do get that over Splinter's shoulder. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so jealous of this apartment. Like the spiral yeah, staircase. A, Ooh, this is a the beautiful apartment. The spiral staircase apartment. up to like a loft level, and then she's oh got access God. to the roof, and she's got a fireplace. She's got really nice recessed lighting. This this apartment costs $6 million a month now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
it it really does go to show that April's uh, stature as a news reporter in New York has risen greatly. And I feel like she's the highest paid reporter in New York. But had someone paid more attention to like linking these two films together and trying to put them more a little like concretely into the same universe, you would have kind of played off of that a little bit more. You know, yeah. the April mm-hmm. story, but April, and it bugs me to no end that April just sort of gets relegated to a background character in this film. She's so prominent in the first movie, and then she's such a, like, I, look, for lack of a better word, she's she's a Deanna Troy in this one, you know? It's like, she's the one that repeats the computer. It's kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's a cardboard cutout in this scene. Yeah. yeah. And That's, she deserves, yeah. you know, better and you know, f- listen for the majority of the Turtles franchise, April has deserved better as a character. There's a few iterations that get her right, but I was not, and continue to not be uh, uh, happy with her character's portrayal in this film. She's so like not a factor in these minutes that like I didn't even notice she was there. Yeah, yeah, it's and we're in her house. Yeah, <laughs> we are. It, it, to your point, like this, the only reason I think I realized that she is there is because we're watching it a minute at a time. I think every other uh. time I've watched this movie, I've completely glazed over the fact that April's in the room, um, which is sad, and I feel ashamed of. But you know, can you can you imagine though being an actor and you're called in for several days of shooting and you're like, okay, what do I do? Just sit there. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. I, just sit there. I think that's like seventy percent of all acting jobs, right? Y- mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But like she doesn't get a line. She just oh, yeah. Reaction shots with giant puppets mostly. Um, Yeah. Why are the turtles so offended by the word slime? I don't know. I guess it's like I I think it's like a Nickelodeon stereotype. I guess. Yeah. I was gonna say Nickelodeon thing. Yeah. 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 Well, like little kids thinking turtles are like icky and slimy. You know. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Oozing will make it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not slime, it's ooze. We're not owned by Nickelodeon. Ooze with a completely positive yes. connotation, unlike slime. Right. Yeah, yeah you know, oozing wounds and, and uh, stuff like that. That's fine, right? right? It wasn't yeah. slime. Yeah, maybe, it was maybe, pus. Yeah. I don't know if, if Nickelodeon had made slime cool at this point. Or trademarked slime, yeah. and they legally not can't say slime. I don't think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was still I, like a punishment on Double Dare. Irony. Yeah. The uh, Nickelodeon owns the turtles now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. technically, is it slime? They can get as slimed as they want. <laughs> or is it ooze? Hmm. What is it now? Is that retcon everything? Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. I don't think it matters. Secret of the slime? <laughs> I was just about to say secret of the slime. I you do like the alliteration. I mean, what else could Also, I think it? Ghostbusters had a handle Goo. on slime by now also. Yeah. Like slime was kind of done to Slimer. death. Mm-hmm. That's true. Slime is kind of a like a 90s word. Like you don't hear the word slime as much anymore. I feel like slime's coming back. Kids kids are making mm-hmm. their own slime and there's a lot of YouTube videos about how to yeah, make slime. Yeah, there's a lot of DIY oh, bespoke slime. That's very yeah, it's, slime. It's Elmer's glue and I think glitter. That's one recipe. Yes, there's got to be more to it than that. (laughs) Well, maybe like uh, I saw one that was Elmer's glue fabric softener, right? What was that? Borax. Borax. Yeah, Yeah. there's like a couple different ways to make it, but I saw one that was Elmer's glue fabric softener, food coloring, and glitter. Isn't borax poisonous? Well, you don't eat it. Yeah, you don't eat it. Yeah, but like, do you want to be playing around with a a poisonous slime? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's. 
I don't think that's very safe. We played with Light Bright. We're okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Wait, what was with Light Bright? What was Light Light Bright was dangerous. That, was it really? That bulb got really oh, hot. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. you could, like start a fire. Yeah. It was like let's let's make a painting right next to a forty watt bulb. Yeah. With a piece of black construction paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, how did that not? It's the same I reason the they let us use easy did. bake ovens, and that was just burning plastic. We found a light bright while we were moving, and I, I took it to an antique toy store and got twenty bucks for it. Woo! Yep. Wow, nice. man! Yeah. If they gave you twenty bucks for it, I wonder how much they sold it for. Yeah, right. Mm. Ten. You too can burn your house to the ground for just the <laughs> low, low price of thirty nine ninety nine. But yeah, so the turtles all get awkwardly peeved at the fact that it's called slime. Even Splinter does it like a legit double take. Mm. Um, Raphael actually gets in Kino's face and like, hey, wasn't slime, was stupid son. And then he continues, you know, little greaser. Um, I like this this uh, this handoff that happens. So like, Raph comes walking up to Kino holding a football, and then Donnie stands up. Raph hands him the football, and then Donnie starts talking. He's got the talking ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the talking football. It's your turn now. Do you think that's a rule in the house? Like, all right, house meeting, you have to be holding the talking ball. <laughs> I feel like we could benefit from that. Yeah, <laughs> that right? would be difficult to do. We'd have to turn cameras on. and no We'd one have to, to mail that. it to each other, and it would take forever <laughs> to record these episodes. <laughs> oh, man. It already have to overnight it to you. Yeah. <sighs> um. So they they go on to, you know, explain that uh, the, what the the where the ooze came from and the, the fact that there's like the Foot Clan and Kino already knows about this thing, the Foot Clan, and he's like, oh my god, everyone's talking about it. All the cool kids are doing it. I and love this like network of you know kung fu experts on the street. Yeah. Like, exactly. How do you get in on this? He's a pizza yeah, delivery like guy. For, he knows everything. They're looking for especially teenagers. Especially teenagers. Especially Kung Fu teenagers. Teens. So I have a question. Want some, some foot boys? I have foot many boys. questions. If if you anybody comes up to you and goes, hey, I'm looking for a bunch of boys, especially <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> Run. Do you, do you go... Do you answer? Do you like, oh, I know a few? I mean, it just kind of <laughs> depends on who's like, asking. I, I know a few, but they all happen to be karate experts. Does that matter? I think I would just give him <laughs> directions exactly to the police station. For. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to want to go over to 3rd Street and that building with a big badge on the front? Yeah, they're all in there. Just yeah. go in there and then ask the guy at the front desk where Same to get some question. boys. <laughs> Same question you asked up. me. That's where all the ninjas hang out, I swear. It looks like a police station, but it's not. But it's not. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's a dojo. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Cop Dojo. It's called 77th Precinct Taekwondo. That's where you're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> go on, go yeah. on in there and challenge them. That'll go really well. Yeah. And their they're gi are just cop uniforms. It's, that's what they like. It's, <laughs> it's totally their normal. whole gang motif. It's, it's their aesthetic. Yeah. Don't judge. It's like that movie, The Warriors, how yes, like one gang yes, was the baseball the players. <laughs> That would be a great. That would be a great gang to like put into like you know a comedy like exploitation seventies movies. Like these are the cops. <laughs> That's their whole uh, thing. They impersonate cops. Uh, God, which in and of itself uh, against the law, totally. Yeah, the, the, already the, the most badass gang out. But there. how would you ever know? Oh you man, think they were the real cops. Yeah, man, the turtles would be so awesome in the Warriors. 
right? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it's turtles. Come out play. and play. We got away from this. It, it happens. This is, yeah, we're 25 seconds into this minute. We got a while to go. It um, wasn't even my fault. So, so Kino proposes. We'll we'll jump ahead a little bit. Kino, you know, comes up with this idea in a, somewhat of a whiny voice in this minute that he should. He sounds try like to get, such a child in this minute. Like he sounds he like a little boy. And I don't think that's normally how he sounds, but uh, it, it does come across very whiny. His delivery is very whiny in this scene. Well, it's not. Yeah. It's not even whiny. It just sounds. He sounds like a child. Yeah, he sounds like. Like little kid Ron Howard. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Opie? Was it Opie? Opie. Opie. Yes. <laughs> but it belittles like the rest this of is, the work that I mean, Kino does. Because he does he does some great stuff in this movie, Ernie Reyes Jr. But yeah, this yeah. one shot out of context but, is like just not well, great. Yeah, this, this kind of makes you this reminds you that this is the the annoying little prince in Red Sonya. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, he was great in that. Um, like really really mean to his fat servant. But this is also the part in the the minute where Kino hatches this plan of getting uh, recruited into the Foot Clan, and Splinter immediately puts the kibosh on it, and Raphael jumps in. He's like, "This is a good idea. I, I think we should." That do sounds this. exactly what I would do. Yeah, suddenly <laughs> this is I a great like idea. This boy. Leo does this. This is my new this best really, Leo does this really condescending pat on the oh, head. Oh yeah, that was, head pat. that was awful. Oh yeah. Like I'm about to mansplain something to you. <laughs> Let me turtle explain this for you, buddy. Let the men talk, sweetheart. Mm. Ninja explaining. Oh, Ninja explaining. Ninja explaining. <laughs> um, but it's sort of the point in the movie where Raphael starts to come back to the forefront again. He's spent the first 31 minutes of this film not really being the focal point, but from here on out. It's kind of it's Raph's story again, just like it was in the first movie. About the same amount of time through, I think, right? Mm, you know, we we sort of I start following Raphael in the mm. first movie a lot, and then we start following. Uh, yeah, him he's, on he's this definitely one too. the most ambitious turtle. He's the Slytherin. There's this weird thing happening in like like 48 seconds to about 52 seconds, where Raph walks into the light, like from the background. There's something about the lighting on him that he looks like anatomically like a turtle in this shot. Like he's got a little bit of a beak. Hmm. It's like for the first time, one of these suits really looks like a turtle. <laughs> I think it's because he's a little hunched over too. Like yeah. he's not standing fully erect. He's kind of like leaning forward. Everybody giggle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to just let it go. <laughs> Uh, he's he's kind of hunching forward and kind of got his shoulders in a little bit, so he looks a little bit more uh, or or less human, less like a less... member of the Turtle Club. Yes, turtle. <laughs> a little turtley. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not turtley enough? All right. <laughs> oh God, a Master of Disguises reference in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, so far off that's the, rails. the only reference for that movie. That's the only memorable the only, part yeah, of that that's movie. Yeah, the only yeah. thing anybody knows about that movie. That's it. Because that. Because that was in the commercial. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Which is the I, most... I went to see that movie. Why? <laughs> Danny Carvey. 
Nobody I saw left that my movie. house and went somewhere else to watch that movie. But why? I don't know. I think someone had free tickets to it. I was like, of course they're free. No one but, wants yeah. to see this movie. The reason was it was Dana Carvey, and he had just come off of like a killer stand-up special in Wayne's World and also the Dana Carvey show, and then he had a movie, and you're like, there's no way this could be bad. Oh, that yeah. show was just a treasure. The, the Dana Carvey oh, show. Yeah, it... It was not right for what was that on ABC? Yeah, I forget. I think that was, it was like that was, right after something. That was one of the I first places what... that uh, Colbert got to work. True. Oh, yeah. it was right after Home Improvement. Home Improvement like <laughs> bled into this just absolutely ridiculous show. Oh. There's there's a beautiful documentary on Hulu about it. I highly recommend. Yeah, it everybody yeah, watch. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So as this minute winds down, Splinter is yelling at Raph and Kino that they can't do the thing they want to do. And Splinter gets like mean, angry eyes. And I love it when the Splinter puppet gets mean, angry eyes because he actually looks super pissed off. Like it's, <laughs> he doesn't make a lot of good facial expressions that the animatronics on that one, but angry is one of them. Hello? Sorry. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> huh, ghosts in the room. <laughs> there's, there's a rule around here. If your phone rings, you have to answer it on speaker. Yes. Oh. And you'd better be ordering not- pizza. <laughs> um, with pineapple oh god no. with anchovies I love oh. anchovies mm. which anchovies is, yeah I, the, the fact that I was a child who loved the Ninja Turtles and I love anchovies like that's wrong <laughs> I should not although mm. when we were cleaning out the basement at our old house we found some of those like pizza plastic pizzas from the, some turtle From the toy? pizza shooter. They oh, were nice. all over the house. But one of them had like cupcakes on them. No, there was ice cream. Oh, okay. Adam, yeah. are those were they from when you played with them as a child? Yeah, because I grew up in that house. There's all kinds of really small toys that I kept finding like uh, the ball bearings from Crossfire were all nice. over the place. <laughs> Crossfire! You Light can get on enough! I swear, all of the world's light bright pegs went through some interdimensional portal and ended up in this one closet. And and the hungry, hungry hippos marbles. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the pizza throwers I found, I found like nine Egon uh, action figures. I don't know why specifically Egon. I think it's because people were like, oh, he likes Ghostbusters and they kept buying you Egon. No, I think Egon just got lost a lot. Um, And then they were like, we'll just get him another one because he won't stop talking about how he lost Egon. (laughs) He won't shut up about that Egon. (laughs) This guy's a nerd. Let's get him an action figure of the nerd Ghostbusters. (laughs) Look, it's you. It's an action figure yourself, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I already put him in a locker so you didn't have to. <laughs> I'm having feelings about nerd birthdays. Um, <laughs> we get to the end of this minute, and as Raphael walks off screen, the camera kind of does the same thing. It follows uh, Raph out of the room back up to Michelangelo, kind of similarly how it followed the camera on Kino earlier. Uh, and we see. Just a little bit of Mikey, and we can we can can we tell what's happening? Is he landing a flip? Who knows? Are we about to be let in on uh, some chicanery here? It uh, it it remains to be seen in the next minute. It kind of ends at a weird place. This one here. Uh, any final comments on minute thirty-two, friends? Uh, I just wanted to point out the TV lighting in this scene mm. with the the blue light coming in from outside because it's mm. nighttime. So that blue 
moonlight through blinds on the wall and then there's like the real warm orange lighting inside it's very it's very sitcom uh yeah. like 80s soap opera soap lighting, opera lighting. Like, yeah exaggerate the colors yeah 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 like there's a lot of glycerin on the lens i always love that uh that light through the blinds effect because what that is is an actual studio light with just a set of blinds in front of it. Mm. <laughs> oh. Hmm. That I, always cracked me up. I didn't know that. I never, yeah. yeah, it never occurred to me. I've had to set up that shot before. It's See, I funny. just thought it was like actual blinds, mm. like it was coming through the window. No, because the light that's behind those windows isn't, it's not, it's ambient light. So mm. to get those spots on the wall, you have to shine it through. It's called oh. a cookie. I don't know why it's called a cookie. Anything you put in front of the light. Cutter. Yeah. That's oh, cookie that's odd. The more yeah. you know. <laughs> it's a it's a blinds cookie blinds on the light. Cookie. Well, this yeah. has been Ninja Turtle Film School with Adam Sheehan, yeah. <laughs> where I tell you all the the things I learned at film school. That's one of the five things I learned at film school. <laughs> one of the five. That and then I hope some you're not still stuff paying too. for that. <laughs> oh man! Well, you guys can catch us at TMNT Minute all over social media. Uh, make sure you. Uh, I don't know. Yo, duelinggenre.com slash support if you want to be a Patreon supporter. We, because of our hiatus, all the stuff we were going to put on Patreon, we kind of just gave to you guys for free because we felt bad. We but did. you should go support <laughs> Patreon at Dueling Genre anyway because there's a lot of other great shows that put out a lot of so bonus content. So many great things. And it helps pay for our website and stuff like that. We don't ever make any money on this show, but uh, we get to keep the site going. So help us out with the Patreon. and uh, Subscribe can- to your private Snapchat. Mm-hmm. We actually, yeah. Oh God, do, are we gonna have to start mm, doing one of those? No, oh, I no. refuse. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see my private Snapchat. But Chris, what's Just that uh, Amazon? What's the Amazon? I was gonna for save to go it for to. Wednesday, but fine. Oh, hey, I tell you what. From I'm, from my birthday, I got a, uh, a Kindle Fire HD 10 uh, because I was tired of like trying to read uh, like e comics on my like tiny Kindle. You know, the little black and white e ink one. And I gotta say, for like you can get them for like less than a hundred bucks, and that is a really great way to read like, for example, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles body bags that you guys like uh, talked about. A body, couple count. Body, body count. count. Body count. Body <laughs> count. Body bags is a very different comic, which you should not read. Um, and uh, and I gotta say, this is like the the best way to sort of take in like digital comics. And it's I, I got it for like less than a hundred bucks. And being already an Amazon Prime member, it's like all these free comics. I'm like, wee! But yeah, if you go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, you will be redirected to Amazon.com. And then everything you were going to buy on Amazon anyway, because let's face it, you buy everything on Amazon. That's the reason that all of our main streets are dying. Uh, Except for Walmart, because Walmart is cursed or some crap. Anyway, um, go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. (laughs) Buy all the crap you're going to buy anyway, and we get like 1% of what it was you were paying for anyway. So there you go. Help us help you destroy capitalism. Yay! <laughs> I, I, I don't All think right. this is going to help us destroy capitalism. I think this is spreading capitalism around to us. Right. Mm. No, it's making it worse. It's definitely <laughs> making whatever the bad just, part of it's capitalism is It's just giving more is money is to Jeff worse. Bezos. And really, isn't that what he needs anyway? Yeah. Well, he just got divorced, so yeah, he's well, sad. Help us help Jeff Bezos pay for his divorce. <laughs> for the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute, I am Scott. They are them, and we will see you Wednesday, one last day, with Alice and Grimm here Ooh. on Ninja Turtles Minute. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Especially Cowabungas. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>